It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do right offense. All right, everyone, here we go. Wade McWayne, Ryan Call, NFL in London. Here we go. Um, yeah, we're very excited. This is our 150th episode of this. So wow. Who did I know? Thought? 150 Who'd episodes. Who would have thought we would have lasted this long? We could stand each other for this long talking. A uh, Bills Tuesday. fan and a Bears through a, through fan. Through a pandemic, nonetheless. Exactly. 150 episodes. Come a long way since we first started uh, doing this stuff. Uh, Ryan and I were talking about the Sports Barn Grill in Marlebone, where we used to do. Our original, any of us, you guys joined us, we used to do parties there, comedy, Madden tournaments in the stinky yeah, room. Yeah, then until you smashed a Madden, until you smashed an Xbox controller and then the It was my over. fucking controller. <laughs> I was comedy. We had some great comedy shows there as well. Those were fun. The Scott Capurro days. Uh, even some big guys. Reggie Watts. Uh, we've had some some good guys now. Yeah, there. now we're going full circle. Full circle back at the sports bar and grill uh, every Sunday at the uh, Old Street location, everyone. Old Street uh, Sports Bar. The only place that's going to be open to show the late games. Um, and we can fit a couple hundred people in there, unlike some of the other places you're going to find around London. So very exciting about that. Uh, Ryan and I are getting a podcast, and I'm flying off to Canada uh, tomorrow. Um, I'm going to watch some CFL games. I'm going to watch some CFL. I'm going to go back. Well, they finally just opened sports bars in our province of Ontario. So I'm going to go and uh, watch some of that. Maybe watch a little preseason. Most importantly, I'm going to pick up some fantasy football magazines, we which go. we can here. Which you uh, can't really find here. It's almost impossible. Even if you go on Amazon, it's really hard to find a good yeah. uh, fantasy football magazine. Which is really... Sh- to be fair, you don't really need them. You have the internet and a million it uh, is. things. But there's just something about There's something the like magazine. sitting on the shitter with a magazine, exactly. flipping through it, knowing that someone else is going to lick their fingers and touch that magazine. I'll tell you what, I've never done well... When I've just used the internet, yeah, because because I'm not doing any of my research because you just you you start doing it, then you flip onto something else. Yeah, but with the magazine, you're sitting there. You're, you're like, sitting you, here. You're gonna commit. I'm gonna go sit in the sun. I'm gonna go get my team, get the sleepers. Yeah, get all this stuff. So, well, what I like about them too is that they have uh, the listings in all different capacities. So you've got you know by running backs, by wide receivers overall. But then they also have the you know the, the Lindy's guys will always break down some people and just some value. I'm always looking for value players. You want to grab that one guy. Last year, for me, it was Justin Herbert. Uh, you know, he was good value. Uh, Joe Burrow, Absolutely. good value. So, interesting to see uh, who the good values are this year. We're doing our draft at the Princess Alex this year. We use FanDraft, folks, if you want to use FanDraft. It's the best way to do it. It's very easy. Uh, it's a video. You just plug it in. I plug my computer into TV. You draft, and it's color-coded. You can see who's a wide receiver, who's a quarterback. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Like, I like seeing the big board. That is yeah. what's nice about it. Uh, one of the things about when you just do it with a bunch of people, you have no idea. It's like, who went? Who yeah. is who? And then you can see if like they need a quarterback coming up in the next round. And if they have one, you can be like, I'll just let it go to the next round. Yeah. Where you start strategizing. A lot of times you don't know that. And, and you can switch between the different views, which I like too. Because sometimes you start grabbing, you're like, holy crap, I got three running backs. I should probably... Pump the brakes. Take more. Take just grab every do. running back. There Honestly, is. my teams last year were just decimated. But if I didn't have Josh Allen, there's no way I would have done anything. I would have scored like 30 points a week. Well, it's going to be interesting to players to to make it. So very exciting to do ours. We're doing ours with the Princess Alex. We'll also be doing some stuff with the Princess Alex this year for the the London games, the 10th and the 17th. They're looking to host some after parties, as are the Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, but we're very excited. To, the Bears won their first uh, game. I watched hey. that. Justin Fields looked great. He did. He did. I think no. that there, there's there's something about the excitement of all these new quarterbacks. You mm-hmm. need something to watch. And uh, Justin Fields looked to be the best. Trey Lance came out with that 80-yard bomb, yeah. which is an absolute rocket, especially on the second throw yeah. of his career. That's North Dakota style Absolutely right there. 
dimed it to him. Um, I yeah, he struggled a bit afterwards, but it's all again, they're all gonna struggle yeah. a bit. There's there's just become this two unrealistic expectations now. The Herberts mm-hmm. um, have just made it feel like if you're coming in, you gotta light it up from day one, like- and it's gonna be hard. Even Trevor Lawrence struggled a bit. Yeah, you know, I think they just. No one wants to really let them go full, like, thrown in. Zach Wilson was just dumping it off, yeah. but he looked decent. Yeah. No one really, like, shit the bed, it no. looked like. Uh, so that, that every quarterback, every team has got to be like, oh, thank God. At least they survived and they weren't an absolute train wreck. He, he looked good start. I mean, I, I think it was good to bring his confidence in. Uh, the Bears and the Cardinals, apparently, after week one, were the only two NFC teams to actually win a game. Uh, so that I think he'll be a week one starter. Uh, I think Justin Fields is going to continue. I just think if you're uh, Matt Nagy, how could you risk your rest of your career on yeah. Andy Dalton? No, I'd put my money in on Justin Fields any day of the week over Andy. He Dalton. looked good enough to start. I mean, you put Andy Dalton in; he's going to be our starter for play one, play number two. He gets pulled out. Justin Fields in for the rest of the game. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like everyone's just going to be like, "What are we doing here?" Yeah. Like even if you're a Bears fan and you got tickets for a game, you're like, "Come on, I don't want to go see Andy Dalton. Yeah. I want to go. See I Justin want to see Field. Justin Fields because what I really loved about him is his scrambling ability. He had really good. He could throw across the body. I uh, haven't really seen that in a in a Bears quarterback. So if I were the Bears, I would I would go with Justin Fields. If I'm a, if I'm that naggy, my whole thing is just make sure he's. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Has a good enough season. Protected. Then what I do is I trade Cleo Mack because you're probably not going to win the Super Bowl this year. Cleo Mack's getting older. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's probably going to want a new contract soon. So get some assets. There's, people are always going to need a pass rush. You can at least get probably your two number ones back off of him. Use those to get some offensive weapons, you know, some offensive linemen around Justin Fields, and then start next year on a tear. Well, ready, yeah, they're ready I, to go because right now I think their biggest chip is Khalil Mack, and I think what we saw in the Super Bowl with pass rush and how important it is to just constantly mm-hmm. just attack, attack, attack. He's gonna be. He's never gonna be as valuable as he is right now because he's getting older and he's gonna diminish as it goes on. And, and you know what? There's also a lot of other standout stars in the Bears defense too. So I mean, he's he, not he's, real Quinn's Yeah, yeah. Exactly. When you, when you got guys. Quinn putting up the pressure, obviously, you know, people are gonna try to double team someone like Mac. But you know, as you're, you're right, it, it comes to a point where you sort of go, well, you know what? Maybe you start looking at trading exactly. because he is starting to age. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. I mean, a lot of people getting traded. A lot of people getting dumped. Uh, we talk there's about, a lot of stupid old school quarterbacks, you know, like they're like, oh, we're going to go with the vet, you know, yeah. like, they just have this mentality of like experience over, over enthusiasm, over youth. Sure. And I just think it's, 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 if, if I'm not Nagy, I, I, I don't see how by the end of, if Fields keeps playing like this, how you don't start in week one. Yeah. I mean, you know, they said they're going to make Dalton a starter, but you start him for 20 seconds or one play. Um, but the, yeah. what we're starting to see now is obviously because everyone's trying to get their 85-man roster down. Uh, this is what we start seeing during, obviously, preseason. Uh, the first casualty of that, one of the greatest quarterbacks of his generation in his own mind, Josh Rosen. <laughs> um, everyone is going to pay oh, for man. what they've done to Josh yeah, Rosen. Yeah, right? Imagine that that soundbite is going to come back to be one of the worst soundbites in NFL history. It's like, all the 19s that passed in front of me are going to pay to regret. It's like, dude. <laughs> yeah. You, and everything that people worried about, about Josh Rosen, you know, just wasn't a good leader. No one on his team likes him. Um, and it shows. Yeah. Like, you four teams in four years, you get yeah. cut by this. Like, it doesn't... And 
it's just some people just can't get out of their own way, I guess. Um, you know, like Jay Cutler, just nobody liked Jay Cutler. He, Jay Cutler way better than Josh Rosen. Yeah. Because he at least he, he actually could, started. He could and he led a team and in put passing up really good numbers. Yeah. But Jay Cutler's thing was his teammates wouldn't, you know, like crawl and fight, go through a wall for him. No. You know, like, like when you see guys like Josh Allen, guys like Baker Mayfield and Lamar, whose teammates are just like, well, they'll do anything for sure. him because. They've made that bond. But, you know, Josh Rosen, you get what you say. You don't talk shit when you haven't even played a down in the NFL. No. It's just silly. It is. And, I mean, Jay Cutler, though, does strike me as the kind of guy that would hit on your girlfriend it's like when, when you go to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like Tua. Like, last year when Tua was like, yeah, it wasn't even that hard. You know? The yeah. NFL's not even that hard. And then he got absolutely destroyed the rest yeah. of the season. It's just stop. It is the hubris Should, that a lot of these players need. That you know, you got to you got to stop your college talking trash mouth. And when it comes to the NFL, yeah, when you're because you're actually playing against real men this time. You're not playing yeah. these jobber teams where twelve out of your thirteen games are guys you have a thirty point point spread. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, now you got Josh Rosen, so you got to wonder what's going to happen. That's his fifth team. You know, you get cut enough times. Obviously, you know, for San Francisco, they've got enough space. They've got enough people there. But there is going to be someone who picks them up. I would think. You know, especially I don't know. four or five games into the season. Maybe, yeah. Like like the Broncos would have easily picked him up last year. But the year. thing is, if his attitude's never going to change, and it's more... And if he's... He doesn't seem like the type of guy that probably needs the money. I think he comes from a nice, rich family. Does he? I think he comes from like a well-off family. He was always, okay. like, really... He's fun. a very like, big... Like Johnny Manziel. Like Johnny yeah, Manziel. Yeah. Like, just came from... So maybe, again, you're seeing a bit of that. Maybe yeah. when you the don't have that thing to push from, where you have... Josh Allen came from Fireball, California, yeah. a little farming town. You know, if you if you're always just kicked ass and everything's been great, that's what they say about those millennials, right? Sure. You know, they're they're always entitled. And Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, it seems to be the poster boy until they fight. Until they actually face something that's actually difficult. And, and then uh, he got punched in the mouth, right? Everyone's <laughs> got a plan to get punched in the mouth. It is, but uh, yeah, it's these trust fund kids, I guess maybe. Maybe uh, Jamal Adams, though, he just signed a big deal. Uh, yeah, he had a good year last year, but four years, $70 million, uh, puts him just ahead of Justin Simmons of Denver, who did a four-year $61 million. $70 million, uh, It's just a crazy price to pay for a safety. Like, yeah. Safeties just feel like, when you're when you're putting $40 million into your safety, like, Jamal Adams is great, but there's very few safeties in the game, especially nowadays, that change it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's Buda Baker is really good, you know, the Honey Badger... Uh, but, you know, there's no one, like, back in the day of the Ed Reeds. Yeah. Like, they, Jamal Adams is great, but we need to see more. He gets sacks, which is good, which is a lot of... Sacks are fine, don't. but you've got to do a lot of interceptions, which he doesn't get a hell of a lot of. I no. Think Vince Wilfork I think he's just... He I think he's been that guy. He's now maybe got his money. He's got his contract. He can sit back, and now he can focus. Because I think yeah. a lot of times he was always worried about that contract, like a lot of players are. So... Either he's going to step it up, or he's one of those like Albert Hainsworth. Who's, I've got my money. Got my money. Now I'm going to be. Now I'm just going to coast. Just going to screw you guys. I'm going home. But yeah, I think it's a lot of money to pay for a safety, especially when you're like if you're Russell Wilson, you're sitting there like I need offensive line. Yeah. Dwayne Brown needs to be signed. I need. I need a good running back. I need. Um, you know, I've got Chris Carson. But he's going to get hurt like he mm-hmm. always does. Um, does Russell need another wide receiver again? Tight end, they're yeah. not that great at. Um, so I think the Seahawks I think it's a lot, a lot of money of for a safety, but you also yeah. traded two first rounds for him. So yeah. you must. Everyone loves Jamal Adams, who watches him. So again, I just think when they had him last year, and they were one of the worst passing defenses in NFL history. Yeah, people were just going into like week five, they were allowing like four hundred yards a game passing. So they would just avoid him. You know, pass it on someone else. Pass yeah, it on the rookie. So it's different. Like it's good. Say, 
D is different than a shutdown corner. You, a shutdown corner is what you really want because yeah. you can take out Tyree Kill. Like, it's, there's no such thing as a shutdown safety, really. No. So, so it's a lot of money. It's a lot and of money. Say, but you know, well done. Uh, the, the Seahawks just have so many gaping holes that you sort of look and go, yeah, okay, we well, fixed one sort of part. Well, they kind of have to, though, right? You trade all that collateral for a guy like this. You can't just let him walk. Yeah. yeah so it's like you have no choice. You have to sign this guy to what he wants. Uh, other things we've just, uh, another guy cut, Alfred Morris, 74-year-old Alfred Morris is cut. Oh, he's still going, though. Uh, 32 years old, uh, cut, uh, by the Giants, uh, big, the big blue machine got rid of him. Uh, you know, obviously he's an older running back, but they've got Saquon, they've got quite a few running backs on the Giants roster. You gotta be real special to be in your 30s and stay on a team. You either gotta be a good catch receiver, or you just gotta be, like, Jerome Bettis, who is 300 pounds, you just line him up. Yeah. Three carries, three yards, three touchdowns. Hit you with his diabetes. Yeah. Um, I mean, Alfred Morris, I mean, I think for the Giants, when the whole thing was falling apart, which it was quite a bit last season, uh, you know, Morris came in and provided actually running back job, because, you know, they fell apart after Saquon. Uh, I don't know, at 32 years old, you know, maybe he's going to back up AP. Um, who knows? We'll pick him up. But again, you know, yeah, well, why would you pick him up when Frank Gore is still on the still on that waiver wire? Yeah, so, somebody's going to pick up the old man. Somebody's going to pick up. I think because maybe you should get a discount, like a senior's discount for having yeah, Frank early, Gore. The early bird special. Yeah, you get it. It's oh, this guy he qualifies <laughs> as a discount. Ah, uh, Frank Gore will be back. I, I I don't know. Alfred Morris could be back as well. Um, you know, the one guy I think everyone is reeling from this week, and uh, praise Jesus, Tim Tebow. No. Oh, man. Uh, look, Listen, he was. I thought he was originally on this team to sell now jerseys. Now he's going to try and be a hockey goalie. He could be. I think, next, or maybe a professional cricket player. Maybe dressage, you know, that German guy <laughs> yeah. who punched the horse. Maybe yeah. Tim's like, I'm a horse whisperer. I'm going to be a dressage Listen, guy. You know what? Give him credit, he tried. Like, the dude is like, I'm going to play some goddamn sport. Yeah. I just have darts. Maybe I'll play darts. Something. Um, <laughs> you know, Tebow, just go to being an, an analyst. He's a really good college football he's analyst. He's right. Like, again, yeah. he's going to be, he's he's good. He's going to find the carry. He's jacked. He, I think he just has this jacked physique. He's like, someone's got, maybe he goes in the UFC, like Greg Hardy. Oh, God, that would be, <laughs> that would be amazing. He could um, just come down with angel's wings. Just angel's wings. And then his, gets, instead of he gets rope. his ass kicked by a Brazilian guy named Jesus. No, um, but you know it's it's tough. The the one thing about it is obviously because you know Tebow, his God connection, Florida, that area is very big. You know, and for a lot of people of faith and owners and stuff like that, Tebow was a good thing because he sells jerseys. Because well, they sell their jerseys. Yeah, yeah. The Christians love it. Now you're going to be holding on to a Jags uh, jersey that says Tebow. Yeah, wear the church. Fine. I'm sure in parts of Florida, it's it's fine. Uh, it would have been good to see, you know, on the good place what they thought of uh, yeah. Tim Tebow, because uh, that's the biggest Jags fan. Um, the other thing we got too, the other we guy, have a bit of um, hard knocks. I wanted to talk about hard knocks. Ryan wants to talk about hard knocks just because I would, the whole there's a whole thing about Dak and his second MRI, and yeah. there's just a very funny tweet by the Cowboys. They're like, "There's nothing to worry about. Yeah, right, exactly. Everything's it's fine. fine. Your business. The house isn't on fire." Yeah. It's like that was the least. Reassuring tech yeah. uh, tweet you could ever have. Everything's yeah. fine, but Dak has one leg. Uh, yeah, don't exactly. worry. But yeah, so they're worried now. He's getting a second MRI. So again, he hasn't thrown in practice. You saw him when they're just taking him out. Yeah, and, and, then and he's like, I want to keep going. I want to keep going. And he's, then Jerry Jones is like, Well, can he just like flick the ball to people? And they're like, yeah. No, dude. Like, Do you so, actually watch the game, Jerry? Um, yeah. So again, it's worrisome. Again, you gotta. Go, 
especially one hit can just jack that thing. Right? Well, when he's showing he, off the scar, and you know, he's like, they had to add the scar. Did you see that part? In yeah, on his, ankle, on his ankle. Yeah. But, so this is like right away, you sign him to forty-three million. You're not worried about the ankle, and now boom, the shoulder. Yeah. Missing reps. It's like all these the excuses are already being made now for the Cowboys. To blow this, um, yeah. Like you got Zeke looking the best he's ever looked in his life. The guy looks absolutely until he gets hit. Yeah. Chiseled, though. He's, but he's losing weight, but sometimes when you lose weight like that, it takes it, it, your ability to absorb hits. Maybe, maybe, but he probably won't get hit as much because he's not as fat. He's yeah, not getting fed. Um, but I, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I know everyone's like, where I'd be a bit worried about this. Like, yeah, your guy hasn't thrown one pass even in practice. Like, at least if you're missing preseason games. You're still practicing, but you're yeah. not even practicing, so timing's going to be off. Yeah. Um, so if I'm a cow, especially since you haven't played in a year, almost, yeah. Uh, I'd be worried if I were a Cowboys fan because this is like, oh shit, is this now the beginning of, you know, like the money pit? Yeah. <laughs> His body is the money pit, and it just one part's just going to start breaking every month or so, and now you, you get and your you're own stuck with this buildable Carson Wentz. It was the risk you did of giving yeah. him this massive contract. But again, it's not his ankle, so it was just a shoulder thing. Maybe they're just being over-precautious, but it, it's not a good sign that you can't even throw in practice. No, and it comes down to those kind of things of pushing your quarterbacks too hard, or again, young quarterbacks pushing themselves too hard. You know, he's he's really got, a, you know, obviously a lot of focus and drive on this, but yeah, if he gets injured like this, then that sort of telling sign of injuries after injuries... Um, I'm sure they're wondering. Can we just have Deshaun Watson? I mean, he's in the same state. Can we just just give yeah, it to us? We don't we don't mind about his past problems. He'll be fine. Uh, the Hard Knocks uh, is is on uh, Game Pass. You it's get on Game, Game Pass. Pass. A lot of people, if you haven't bought Game Pass, very good to have uh, for for oh, the season. Yeah. It's a uh, must. <laughs> the, you know, we're also getting into the rule changes now as well. And obviously, for the London games, we don't know what's happening because the rules change weekly. I mean, I'm going to Canada, and the rules coming back just change within a week. <laughs> So, you know, obviously we're going to keep you abreast of all the news as they happen before it comes to the games. Well, tickets do go on sale, I think, the 25th. 25th uh, for, for General Edition. It's a week today, so. so be careful. And also, guys, just don't screw people over. We see so many times when people buy it and then just sell them to people. It's like, oh, I paid 100 but I want 500 for it. Well, you know, that's called scalping. It is called scalping. <laughs> it's illegal. It's a dick move. Um, but, yeah, you're going to get that. But, again, you, I wonder how many of the pre-things they sold. Like, is there this big appetite to be in a stadium? Are people still cautious? So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how easy or difficult the tickets are to get. Well, I watched the Man uh, Man U game last week, and there were 75,000 people in Old Trafford uh, for a 5-1 beat. Yeah, but that's different because football, there's there are a bunch of psychos, maniacs going to the game. But is the NFL, it's a bit more like, oh, yeah, I guess we'll go. But there's not, there'll be the diehard fans. I think those teams are going to go 100%. Yeah. But the casual person might just be like, eh, I'm not going to risk COVID. I don't for know. A sport, I don't. I don't know how many casual fans you actually have for that, for a game going, oh, it showed up when there was an American football game on. Maybe. Who knows? Um, I mean, the, the big SoFi stadium. This is one thing we talked about in the previous thing is the amount of fights. Now that people are back yeah. from lockdown, you could see in the NBA, people punching each other in the stands, guys in NBA. And watching uh, the Malice at the Palace on uh, Netflix. Oh, I, I watched right that. It wasn't bad. About, uh, it wasn't about bad. that brawl. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be lots more of that. The Rams one was ridiculous. They're just... The Rams. Well, I think with that Malice at the Palace, the big thing was obviously is that there was no security guards, and it was edited in a way to make the players look bad. Yeah. When how the hell do these drunk fans get down to the the court? Yeah. When you look at the SoFi Stadium, that woman who got identified. There was. Did you see the Aaron Donald guy taking yeah. off four yeah. guys? And this woman throws a beer and hits him in the face. 
So they identified it. Social media has identified this woman. And apparently she's a problem. And, uh, and of course, she's deleted all her accounts for that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, these are the kind of things. And, and the problem is, the more that they glorified, or get glorified on social media, the more people are like, what? Let's, let's yeah, punch someone. It's, it's a bit of that. It's a bit of people just not been haven't been in a situation like this that get out of control. It's a freaking preseason game. Yeah, exactly. Guys. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, so I do worry about that that shit. There's going to be lots of fights, I think, in the stadiums this year. Yeah. Hopefully not, um, but I just think it's inevitable. I think you've been away for it all uh, for so long. There's the excitement of getting back sure. in there. You, people are just going to get pissed and scream at each well, other. Well, it's also in America, there's that sort of dichotomy we don't have here where someone goes, Trump sucks, Biden sucks, and next thing you know... You yeah, know, there's you don't a fight. even know what the fights are about. They're probably more about that than the football. Oh, I'm sure teams. it is. It's like oh, I'm not getting a vax, and all you have yeah. if you have some jag off behind you who keeps saying that, and you get your kid there eventually. You know, if I had my kid, I'm gonna punch him in the face. <laughs> um, but you 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 have this, and I think unlike any other time in our lives, and we see this, you know, with the whole Taliban Afghanistan thing here, you have a real head-on head of political opinions that can transfer over to a sporting event yeah. where people just sort of act like... You don't want to get COVID from a fist to the face. No. Exactly. <laughs> How'd you get COVID? That's the worst way. A guy face. spit in my eye yeah, right. during a fight. That's disgusting. Oh. So, so um, but you know, yeah, grow up, people. Behave yourself. Grow up. <clears throat> the uh, Carolina Panthers have said now that they are mandating masks at uh, their games. So this is a stadium. There's a lot of stadiums that come out saying... We're all good. You're going to be fine. But Caroline has now said you, we are going to require masks. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where a lot of the stadiums and people have said it's fine. Fully in. We're oh, all good. God. But the rules That's going to start a, just enough fights on its own, that mandating. Yeah. Just getting into those Put stadiums. Put your mask gonna... on. Keep your mask on. And especially, you know, if you paid $13 for a beer... Um, you know, I'm gonna to want to enjoy that beer. Stay, yeah, you gotta poke a straw hole through. You your poke mask. a straw hole, and you got you get to suck a pizza slice in. A pizza slice <laughs> costs you 15 quid. Like an airplane, uh, suck it through a pinhole. Um, there was some issues, and obviously the taunting rule uh, is coming out. And, and you know, a lot of people, you know, you start looking at the reasons we talked about it in the last one. But John Mara, uh, the owner of the or co-owner of the New York Giants, and the father of Rooney Mara, and what's her sister? The other Kate one, Mara. Kate Mara. Yeah, it's nice when your uh, dad is real rich and owns the Giants. Yeah, and you, get you, that you nice... can get into acting if you want. Just yeah. do whatever you want. Um, <clears throat> but apparently, the own website uh, he had given an interview said how you know they don't like taunting. But then apparently, the New York Giants website even got got botched up his interview and made it look like yeah, we don't want these guys bitching. So Kamara and all these other guys are like, oh yeah, just shut up and play the game, huh? Yeah. So I heard an interesting thing of why this taunting thing is coming okay. into play. And apparently a big deal is that it's a lot of um, like junior football teams and like young kids yeah. whose coaches are bitching to the NFL to be like, get it under control because our kids are not focused on football. All they're doing is taunting each other yeah, okay. and talking shit and start. And it's just like it's getting embarrassing. And yeah. I think the NFL is like, we need to set a better example sure, yeah. for kids. Because like, remember you saw that like thing like a year ago and that young kid is just shit talking cam for me yeah. so you're gonna be a backup it's like dude you're 12 yeah exactly and it's just that sort of attitude i think it's really becoming a problem in the younger especially taunting sure. everyone wanting to you know in your face and again when you're seeing all your professional athletes doing it it makes kind of sense that they're yeah no, i never I... thought of it that way but i think if it's becoming such a problem in young kids yeah yeah if they see everyone just taunting all the time then yeah it's 
it's going to be no, a it, it does make sense. And I think it comes from also a place of social media, that social media yeah, sniping, and, where people can easily take a pot shot, as you say to Cam Newton, but there's no onus on you to prove who you are. You go, you suck, Cam, and you can yell yeah. that. But if someone... I'm the starting quarterback in my team. Yeah, someone <laughs> yeah, someone comes back and goes, well, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Who are you to throw any sort of crap out there? You've done nothing with your life. So <clears throat> I think there's a lot of that where people are just this an- an- anonymous thing where people are able to fire shots out there. Yeah, it, It's hard for the players I mean, keep that crap to Twitch, you know. I guess, yeah. Go and play. So, so that, so, so I'm a bit more on board with the taunting thing. I think, but I think, as I mean, long as it's not like just like when you get a game that changes a game. Like, yeah. You don't want this stupid penalty to just change the the a game. So as long as it doesn't have these like disastrous. Rem- yeah, rem- I, I think it's as long as it speeds up the game, the play of the game too, because especially the referees, they're going to notice issues if there's a similar similar issue between a wide receiver and a DB. And you start seeing it, and you're like, okay, these guys it's are trash talking. This is getting out of control. You know, and, and we talked about when we were watching last week how, you know, having the refs mic'd up. I would love to hear a ref go, look, yeah. you need to shut the fuck up. <clears throat> That's why, because the number of swear words. Oh, yeah, it would totally be. But, you know, there was a time delay on a lot of that. But I, I think a lot of that is going to be hearing it and just hearing these players admonished and sort of going, yeah, just don't do this. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I think that's a good rule for everyone. Yeah. Don't, Don't be, be a dick. A dick. Yeah. We'll end the podcast on that one, everyone. Thanks for uh, listening to our 150th uh, episode of NFL in London Podcast. Way more. Lots more to come with Wade McLean and Ryan Cole. Uh, check out our social media channels, NFL in London. And make sure, guys, if you do want to come and attend some of the parties we're throwing this year, book a table. Uh, yeah. A lot of the tables at the bar have their own TV. So you let us know ahead of time. Hey, I want to watch the Patriots. And we like, don't come. No, we'd be like, here you go. Hook you up with the bar. So you have your own TV. Uh, tons of TVs. Tons of excitement. NFL in London, folks. I'm off to Canada. But right now, I'll be back uh, very shortly to do our preview uh, of this season and the teams that we think are going to go all the way. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Cheers.